Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Flash, right, right now. Happy Saturday morning from the Master Z's WSSP Sports Update Studio. I'm Ryan Horvath. It's grilling season. Master Z's, the place to go for your new grills. Shop their great selection. And while you're there, check out their patio furniture sets for your house. It's all at Master Z's in Waukesha, online at masterz's.com. First on the fan, the Brewers drop game one of their weekend set with the Braves. They get clubbed 10-1. to The Brewers have now dropped four of their last five, trailed the Cubs by three full games in the NL Central. Rough night for young Freddie Peralta, who goes just three innings, gives up seven earned runs, five walks, does strike out three. Crew looks to get back on track tonight. Game two, 6-10. They send Wade Miley to the mound to get back on track. It's set for the game with the Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin on deck show. Then after the last pitch, you make the switch to the Blaine's Farm and Fleet postgame show. Presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. Elsewhere around the NL Central, yesterday the Cubs get past the Nationals 3-2. Reds shut out the Diamondbacks 3-0, and it was the Cardinals topping the Royals 7-0. Packers won their preseason opener on Thursday night. Now they get set for the Steelers this Thursday night. Deshaun Kaiser, who's competing for the backup quarterback job, says he feels right at home in Green Bay. You know, the football tradition here is very similar to Notre Dame's um, in the sense that there's 70,000 people who are there to watch the game. They're not there for the experience. They're not jumping in pools. They're not, you know, enjoying a, a different club or whatever these different, you know, stadiums have. They're there to watch ball. They're there to support their uh, their Packers, and I think that's very similar to what I was able to experience at Notre Dame. NBA news, the Bucks announced their schedule. They'll open the season on the road in Charlotte on October 17th, and good news, it's official. The Bucks will play the Knicks on Christmas Day at Madison Square Garden. Gary Woodland set a 36-hole scoring record at the PGA Championship on Friday. Play was suspended due to weather. They'll get back at it today. Read more online at 1057fmthefan.com. I'm Ryan Horvath, Sports Radio 1057FM, The Fan. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. The Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hey, folks, it's the second hour with Danny Bush and me, Tom Neubauer. Ryan Horvath is our producer. We uh, sincerely are glad that you are with us this morning, spending a little time with Danny and me. Uh, you can always call us, you know, if you got any questions or comments at 7, uh, 414-799-1250. That's 799-1250. Uh, we do come to you every Saturday morning. If you're up early, we're here from 7 to 8 a.m. Uh, no, from, what am I saying? 7, 6, 6 to 8 a.m. 
and uh, we're making it up as we go along. That was kind of funny, Danny, from uh, <laughs> from Mike McGivern with that email. That was good. So Ryan's going to look up at uh, that. that song, that uh, Taylor Swift song. I don't like her, though. Who, I don't like Taylor, Taylor Swift? Swift. I mean, yeah, she's cute and all that, but she's. I, it seems to me like she's got an attitude, you know, some kind of, I don't I know. Don't even, There's a I weird don't... vibe. But let's let's talk real Oh, <clears throat> I got to do this in the second hour right away. Got to let people know that uh, Sherpers is uh, has their new store in Port Washington. It is open for business, but their grand opening is next week, Saturday. That's the grand opening, and I'm sure they got specials going on. You can save some money. Um, and that's in Port Washington, right down the road from, uh, oh, the where, uh, geez, I now I forget the name. It's right in downtown Port Washington. Uh, what's the name of that place? I, I just said it before. There's a clothing manufacturer that's right down the street. Oh, uh, Duluth Trading yes, Post. Yeah, right down the street from them. So that they, they are open for business now, but it's going to be the grand opening next week. So anyway, and also, Danny, the Midwestern Shooter Supplies 10th Annual Fall Fest starts. It's next week, Friday and Saturday. That's the 17th and 18th from 8 a.m. till midnight. You can even rent a, a, a space to sell stuff, like a big rummage sale. They got the raffles for guns. They got, the, I think they even have an auction for I don't guns. know if you even have to rent the space, Tom. I think you do. I think, yeah. I, I think so. I think there's One of a, our trained very, technicians, Gordy, would be able to let us know. No, there, there is a nominal fee. Uh, it's very small just to get a spot. But the thing is, is that uh, Friday night fish fry, Saturday pancake, pancake breakfast, but there's all kinds of food being made and served. But what this does is this, this isn't just for MW shooters to sell stuff, which they're going to have their lowest prices of the year during this. But it benefits uh, the area, the surrounding areas, uh, things like uh, Lomira High School football, Lo- Lo- the Lomira Future Farmers of America, uh, the Lions Club, Camel Sport Youth Trap Shooting Team, Wings Over Wisconsin, the fire department out there. So, you know, it supports a lot of organizations. It's a fundraiser for them. And uh, also you can go out and check out all the neat stuff at Midwestern Shooter Supply. So that's next week. Friday and Saturday. And it is a rockin' time. They got the two live bands and, you know, Friday night and Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, I was looking rockin'. online. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember the names of the bands. They're going to have a band on Friday night. Yeah, and Saturday and night. And Saturday. Does it list that there? Well, I'd have to go through this a little bit. I don't know. Oh, and you know what else is cool? You can try out guns. I mean, literally, go. You can uh, for for like uh, handguns. You go in their range because they got a real nice range there, and then like for shotguns, you, you go out in the back and you you shoot shotguns for free. You know, I mean, not like all day. They give you like right. three shells or something. I don't know what it is, but yeah, you can try stuff. And the manufacturers reps from all these companies like uh, Benelli, Beretta, Browning, Greeny. I don't know who that. Smith and Wesson, Ruger, Sig Sauer. I, and there's a lot of other ones. Greeny. I don't know what I can. What? Wait a minute. There's Gr- no gun, Caesar, gun manufacturer Caesar, called Caesar, Greeny. Su- Caesar Greeny. Greeny's what you Not Greeny, shot at Greeny. your buddy in grade school. Yeah. Caesar Greeny. I never heard of that gun. But let, me, let me see that. Uh, it, it's right on the bottom, right down here. Hold on. Let me put it on <laughs> Caesar Greeny. Caesar Greeny. <laughs> 
We'll have a Caesar oh, and Garini. And you know what I forget to do every week? I'm not going to look. Oh, here we go. We got a couple of emails. If you want to email us, folks, all you got to go to is ceoguys at yahoo.com. ceoguys at yahoo.com. Danny, let me read a couple of emails. Okay. It says, Dan, go with Cabela's Alaskan Guide Series tents. A friend of mine has been using this tent for 15 years in Turtle Flambeau area in all kinds of heavy storms. Also, uh, there are YouTube videos from others in actual weather conditions. I traded in my J.C. Penney's tent for a Cabela's Instinct Alaska Guide Series. Excellent tents. And that's from Mailman Jim. And it says, P.S., Pick up a military duck canvas tarp to lay under the tent. Yeah, okay. Cool. You will thanks, love this Jim. tent. Yeah, thanks, Jim. And then let me get to the other one. Mailman Jim. I think he's been listening to us for years. And then we got from one from Tex in yep. the Big Rig. Hey guys, wondering if you talk wondering if you talked to Takia up at the Green Bay shop about any fishing reports lately. Tried to catch the Hornschwaggle today, but called too late. Have a great day. Well, maybe we can have Ryan call uh, Smokey's on the Bay and uh, see if we can't get a fishing report from them. I'll make myself talk to who? Takia? Takia? I don't know. Who's Takia? I don't know. I mean, Jeff. Uh, no, um, Tilkey. Yeah, yeah, Tilkey runs it up there. Yeah. Well, maybe Ta- it's somebody. Oh, that's what he meant. <laughs> what? It's supposed to say Tilkey, not Takia. What are you looking well, at, dude? That's what it said. It didn't say Tilkey. It said Takia. How does how's it T- spelled? T-A-K-E-O. T-A- um, T-A-K-E-A. Takia. That's okay. the way it was spelled, not Tilkey. It didn't have an L and a K and a Y in it. All right. I know okay. it Takia. <laughs> Takia there? <laughs> well, maybe they had some Japanese uh, walleye pro yeah. working yeah. for them, you know? Who knows? Takia. Yeah, Takia. So. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. my. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, here I thought my son Nick was going to come in today to talk about fishing out of a kayak and what you all need to set up a kayak for fishing. Right. Well, they got a home inspection. They they they're, they put a bid on a house. He accept, uh, people accepted the offer. And uh, but the home inspection is today, so he's got to go with the inspector over there to the house that they put a bid on, right? right. Okay, so that's today. So I said, so next week you're going to come in. Ah, uh, he's got something going on the following week, and it's like, well, you know, whenever you have time, young man. I know you're busy, but <laughs> but anyway, him and uh, his couple of his brother-in-laws, uh, they've been doing really good. Catching lots of fish, and I, I mean, out of a kayak. I mean, these aren't kayaks that you sit way down inside. They got like a rise on the chair, you know, right. a little bit, so you're sitting above. But still, it's it's. You will see people, yeah, <clears throat> launching those kayaks. Yeah. That's the big thing to do right now. Yeah, and and he enjoys the heck out of it. I would like know? it if. If and only I was on like a little quiet little lake, yeah, you don't, pond yeah, or stream, yeah. I wouldn't want to be bombing around on a big body of no. water. No, and, and here, here's the thing, too. For anybody, and I've seen a lot of kayaks going out and coming in at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop at the launch there. And one thing I'd recommend for any kayak user, I mean, I don't know if they sell them, but you can make one real easily. You put a six-foot, uh, some kind of, wooden dowel or plastic thing with a red orange flag on the top of it 
so that people can see you from a distance. Because some of those bigger uh, runabout boats, their bows are kind of high. They don't always see too good what's right in front of them. Well, you know, so pontoon boats as well. That, yeah, will often um, have a bunch of people sitting in front, yeah, and the yeah. drivers kind of. And it, when they go to, you know, they'll have the front end of the boat kind of up as yeah, they yeah, go. Yeah. And sometimes, yeah, those guys don't always see so, you if you're directly yeah. in front of them. So kayak users, put put that uh, identifier on the back of your kayak. And it's real easy to do. I, you know, you just drill a hole back there, and you can put a, you can glue in a dowel or whatever. But as long as it's about six feet tall and a blaze orange flag, you know, a small flag up there, you know, just to let people know you're there, you know. Because otherwise, you know, I don't want to see anybody get run over on one of our area lakes. Couple of couple of things now, as far as the fishing, uh, Pewaukee, it's been uh, been tough out there for bass, Tom. Really? Uh, they had the Lunkers tournament uh, recently, and uh, they uh, didn't do as well as in the past. Really? Yeah, I don't know what's going on out there. Um, and then I talked to uh, Ted; he's also part of Lunkers. In fact, our guest that's coming in the studio, Joe, I believe he had Joe out there fishing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he said they didn't catch a legal bass. Really? The other day. So that's I, funny. Yeah. I don't know. Now, as far as the muskie fishing, um, I've been getting fish trolling this summer. Uh, haven't had any of those, you know, every summer I'll have at least one, one time out where I'll get maybe five fish in five hours or mm-hmm. whatever, and they're really banging. Uh, you know, I've had some two fish days. Uh, but most of the time you go out there and you, I've been fishing hard to get one fish. But one thing I have noticed, there's tons of bait fish that I'm marking on the west end of the lake. And the muskies I have been catching have been fatter this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are really healthy. So mm-hmm. I wonder if you're just competing with all kinds of bait fish out there. That might the be. The fish, fish have plenty of food as is. So Yeah, that's true. But, well, we're going to talk more about that when we come back from this break, all right? Because I got a got a. Excuse me, a few things to point out about that, all right? So, okay. The bass? About, I'll, well, I want yeah, to know about say, the bass. Okay, I'll tell you about that. Okay. okay. All right, we'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. He's Danny Bush. I'm Tom Newbauer. Ryan Horvat with us as usual. Say hi, Ryan. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> You're so quiet today. All right, we'll be right back with more. Stay tuned. You're on the phone with your girlfriend. She's upset. She's going off about something. This is a personal request from Cindy Lou. I'm a big Taylor Swift yeah. fan. Cindy Lou wanted to hear this. She loves this song. Who doesn't? <laughs> this is Taylor Swift's older stuff. And uh, you know what I never understood is she was she won a lot of country music awards. Yeah. This isn't country music. This is pop music, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a crossover. And now her music is like I like her, but it's kind of, yeah. it's a lot different. It's yeah. nothing even like this. So, all, all right, right, that's enough of that, all right? right? <laughs> all right, I'll let you go let Joe in. And, uh, yeah, he's probably standing at the front door. Doesn't... I'll put Danny's mic on for when he yeah, rejoins when, the when party. when he comes in. All right. Well, anyway, folks, Danny was talking about uh, Pewaukee Lake and, and, you know, and about the bass were a little tough. But you know what I noticed? I happened to be home uh, last week, Sunday, and I was watching the uh, John Gillespie show, and he was fishing with one of his local guides from the Shaguamanagan Bay area, but they were fishing an inland lake up there. And at first, they were saying how, you know, they, they were talking about how with the warm water, the bass went deeper, 
you know, they weren't going to be up shallow. They're talking all about that, right? And then the next thing you know, they're catching bass on topwater baits, on frogs and that, up and on wacky worms up shallow. Well, then John finally mentioned that they got a couple of fish deeper, but all their action was happening shallow. And it just goes, and it proves a point, folks, that fish don't read the same books that we read. They, When you think you got those fish figured out, you know what? They're going to throw you a curveball, and, and it's like you don't have them figured out. The thing is, is that any time of the day, you can find the bass, and, and this was related by Buck Perry. One time, you know, Buck Perry caught a whole bunch of fish, and Buck Perry was noted as the father of structure fishing. And anyway, and they said, Buck, where'd you find those fish? And he says, you'll either you'll find them either shallow, deep, or somewhere in between. And as any bass fisherman knows, like we have one in our studio knows, that on any time during the day, you can catch some bass deep. You'll find a school of bass in deep water. You'll find some on the weed line edges. You'll find some under docks. They're all over the place, all right? Now, at certain times of the year, you'll find more in some areas than you will in others. But doesn't mean there won't be any in those other areas. They can be. That's why I said, when you think you have the fish figured out, you know what? You don't. Nobody does, except for maybe the guy upstairs. You know, he knows. Yeah, he what's probably go- does, right? He knows what's going on. Yeah. But yeah, you can you can whittle things down. You can take sections of a lake and figure out, you know, on this part of the lake, you mm-hmm. know, where the fish might be. And you might have to try several different areas. You might have to try a number of different depths, different lures, different techniques. Right. Eventually, you'll find them because they're there someplace. They're they're in the lake, right? So you'll find them eventually. But so many people get stuck on one or two lures. That's it. They go to their favorite spot. They caught fish here last week. I'm going right back to that same spot. Well, you know what? They might not be there today. and But yet people will stay there, and they'll cast, and they'll cast, and they'll cast. Or what will happen is they'll, they'll have their favorite couple of lures, right, or their one favorite lure because they caught a lot of fish on it, and they will go back, and they will use that same lure, in the same spot for the next four hours and not catch a darn thing and not figuring, hey, I got to go and try something else. It reminds me of a time I was doing a TV show on Nagawick, or I was going to do it on Nagawick. I was pre-fishing the day before, and I found all these bass. I've told this story before, but I got to tell you again. I found all these bass in shallow water, right? And it was like, oh, wow. And and they're hit. I caught a couple of them, and they were all decent fish. You know, they weren't no you know you know midgets. You know, they were nice fish. So the next day, I had the camera crew. We go out to this spot. I could. I'm standing in the boat, and it's shallow water, and I can see them. I can see the fish out there, and I'm casting this lure, that lure, everything I had in the box. They'd see that thing coming through the air, and they'd start swimming away. They didn't want to have anything to do with it. I could catch all the ten inch bass in the world. But all those decent ones, nope, they were they didn't want a thing. So what did I do? I went fishing for Northern Pike. <laughs> I went fishing for something else because I had to do a show. So I had to do a show. Those bass ain't biting. I don't have all the time in the world to look for other ones that will be biting. I only had a couple of hours on the water, so I had to find something that would bite. And you know what? Northern Pike generally saved the day. You know, you always catch some of those babies. So anyway, I'm done with that. Triatribe, if you will. Diatribe, triatribe. What, what, what is that, Daddy? I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I half think the time. a triatribe. Or 
<laughs> Whatever. Anyway, I had time. You have. I don't know. Let's call. This... Uh, what's his name in Green Bay? Um, uh, like Mike McCarthy. <laughs> no. What was the name that oh, you were reading? Let's uh, call Takia. Let's call Takia <laughs> in Green Bay and ask him. Anyway, you have your special guest in the studio. Yeah. If you want to introduce him? Yeah, Joe. Hi, Joe. Can, hey guys, how's it going? Thanks we, for having me on. Can we use your last name on the air? Here? Of course. Okay, so in, you, introduce yourself. So yeah, I'm Joe Birschbach. Um, I was part of the Waukesha North ice fishing team. Um, so this fall, I'll be going to University of Wisconsin Oshkosh. Oh, now oh, are you going to stay in the dorms there? Sure will. <laughs> you're so lucky because you're right next to the river. That is true. And you can go fishing between classes, and you can catch fish, bring them in, take them downstairs, cook them up. Oh, Are those dorms right plan, on the actually. river? Yeah, they're right on the river. That's the plan. That's the plan. Lake Winnebago on the side, too. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. All around there. You got yeah. it made, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. and they got the big Winnebago ice fishing thing out yep. there. Yep, You'll be able and, to do that. Mm-hmm. And all the girls are going to get upset with you and the guys who don't fish because <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to be chick- down there. <laughs> you're going to be downstairs cleaning fish and throwing the guts <laughs> in the trash, and it's going to be stinking, stinking like up the whole place. <laughs> you know, when I was in college years oh, ago, I used to go shooting, you know, squirrels, of course, and I'd be cleaning squirrels mm-hmm. late at night in the dorm, right? One time late at night, I cut the head off a big fox squirrel, and I went and put it in the in the pool room where the guys all played pool. You know where you reach underneath and oh, grab yeah. all those grab balls? The balls? And I put this fox squirrel head in the far corner where when the guy would reach back, he'd yeah. grab the head. And I forgot all about it. Two weeks later, I'm standing in the lunch line, and uh, there's two guys behind me talking, and one guy goes, man, he says, I can't even eat. He says, I feel sick. And the other guy goes, why? What's wrong? And the guy goes, well, I was playing pool a half hour ago, and I pulled out a squirrel's head, he said. <laughs> and I, I turned and busted up laughing. I totally forgot that I'd put that squirrel head there. Well, I'll tell you what. If I stuck my hand up there and I felt something that was not a cue ball, it was something like that, that was scared the heck well, out of me. Then I, <laughs> I'd pull my hand out of there real fast. Then I took one of the other squirrel heads, and the resident counselor, you know, the guy who gets you in trouble for, you know, too many water yeah. fights and stuff, I put one right on the doorknob of his room. And then there was a rumor going to Cabin as it was a Christian college. There was a rumor going around that there was a group of Satanists on the uh, on the campus because they were finding dismembered animal heads and stuff. So they never oh, caught wow. you. No, they, they never got me. Oh, um, go. I escaped, um, but I was throwing squirrel guts down the chute, you oh. know, of the dorm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. no fish. <laughs> hey. Joe, now you were on the ice fishing team or the all-round fishing team? Um, so we just did ice fishing this yeah. year because okay. it's a suburban team. A lot of some kids have boats, but some don't. Okay. So it was just better to do like the fishing team for ice. Okay. And now, did, did you just start that team this year, Joe? Yeah. Or? Um. So we just started this year first ice fishing team in program history. Um, I tried starting my sophomore year, but like we didn't really have the administration for it. Okay. Did we, you, Did you get a credit for that? I mean, any kind of credit? Well, they don't give credit for extracurricular activities like football, well, basketball, in, and in college. Ice in college, you get credit for that. I mentioned it on my yeah. transcript, but eh. some colleges give credit. As a matter of fact, my son uh, he needed uh, an extra credit to, to, when he graduated, so he took bowling. He got one credit for bowling. Oh, oh really? <laughs> oh, yeah. The old scam to graduate. Whoa, well, yeah. Let's give him a credit I, for bowling. Yeah, that's well, what yeah, they here do. Here we go. They, hey, you graduate. Here's yeah. your diploma. Yeah, they need, yeah. Some 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 are just uh, like one or two credits short, so they got these real easy things to do. So so what high sc- what high school again, Joe? Walkshaw North. Now, did you have to get to get this team going? 
Did you have to then get the blessing of the administration, yep. athletic yep. department? How, yep. how did you go about it? Um, so we just we had to contact the athletic department. He kind of deals with that. So I made flyers. Um, they had to prove of it. And they had to prove of, like, the Twitter page I made, too, for the fishing team. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, they were pretty they were pretty fine with it. And it worked out great. They were is really happy it, about it. Is there a fishing team up in Oshkosh? There is. Okay. There is. Yep. So this will be summer and winter? Mm-hmm. Yep. Stuff? Yep. That's excellent. Have you made contact with the guys that are in the club up there yet, or is that something I've, you got to do? I've talked to one guy. Um, he's, like, the head guy. He He's done, have like, FLW bass tournaments for, like, the BASS for college. But he said just – I even asked him, like, do you even need a boat? And he's like, nah, you don't, you don't need a boat. Now – are they competing in team events then as yep, well? Yep. Uh, they go down to like Missouri, do like team, like on Lake Winnebago, around Wisconsin, Missouri, Illinois. Um, there's like one more state, but I can't think of it. Really? So yep. you guys actually go? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. How about as far as funding? Does is it something? Is it you got to kind of fund yourself then, kind of um, like a club or? I'm not. I'm not too sure. I'm guessing you do because it's not like. It's not like a sport at the – it's like right, a club. Right, So I'm yeah. guessing you have to, like, funding for yourself, you know? You know, we got to go to a break, but you know how they can fund themselves? You you young, good-looking guys, you know, buff guys. You do a calendar, <laughs> fishing calendar. <laughs> yeah, we'll put Tom on it, too. <laughs> oh, no, 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 not me, those guys. It'll be Tom. Yeah, we got to go to a break, but when we come back, I got a quick email to read us. A guy's looking for some information, Danny, that maybe somebody will be able to – in our studio audience will be able to – you know, help them with. Provide. Yes. All right. We'll be, we'll be right back with Dan and Tom and, and Ryan, and we got our special guest, guest Joe, oh. in the studio today. So we'll be right back with more. 799-1250 is the phone number. This is uh, from a special request by Cindy Lou. She Welcome wanted back to hear to the this. Midwestern Shooter Supply. I'm Danny Bush. Married, soon to be married, single, straight, white, wealthy landowner from Douglas County. I'm going to be leading the married, soon to be married, single, straight, white, wealthy landowners from Douglas County Million Man March <laughs> <laughs> to join the Me Too movement in Washington. Um, so anyway, I'm here with Tom. We got Joe. We're talking uh, some some fishing. Uh, what was your oh, highlight? Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We got to do the email. Oh, we got an email. Yeah. Okay, sorry, Joe. We got to do this email real Hang quick. Tight, buddy. This, this is from Adam. It says, good morning, fellas. I recently completed my online hunter safety course. I was wondering if you guys had any idea where I would be able to do one of my uh, do one, my one-day field test. I'm looking to do the test in southeastern part of the state. So if any of our listeners know where Adam can do his one-day field test. For what? The, to complete his uh, online hunter safety course. So you can take the uh, hunter safety course online, but you have to do that one-day field test with, you know, instructors and that. So he wants to know where can he do one in southeastern Wisconsin. So if anybody knows, 799-1250 is the phone number. Well, I saw Kyle Drake a couple, couple of years back, and they were he was working with some hunter safety kids mm-hmm. right out at Wern Valley. Oh yeah, maybe call Warren Valley yeah. and they might uh in fact have some part for that. of his test was they would have the kids out and uh he simulated I think like a turkey hunting situation 
on whether they would take the sh- I don't know exactly how he did it on whether they would take the shot or not but he was all camouflaged and hidden mm-hmm. and then he stands up and just to demonstrate how your background yeah. can be deceiving yeah. there might right. be somebody behind you got to right. be very careful right. right because there might be some you know right you know Kyle retired oh he did yeah he finally retired hey, congratulations so, yeah. Kyle I didn't know he was that old well, he spent well. He spent his whole life in the DNR. So, I, I, what is it, twenty five and out, thirty and out, whatever. So he's still a young guy. He's got to be around fifty, you know. Yeah. He looks younger though. But anyway, we we'll get back yeah, to cool. Joe. The, okay, Joe, the fishing guy. What was the highlight of your high school fishing team experience? Was there anything that stands out this past year? Well, as much as I like to catch fish myself, like we caught a bunch of pike. But there's this one kid named Sam. He was a freshman. And we were out on Eagle Lake in New Berlin, or I think it's like Burlington, Burlington or something like that. Burlington, yeah. Yeah, Burlington. South of Burlington. Great Pike Lake. Great Pike Lake. Right. And uh, so we were we were doing a tournament, and we were catching pike like every 20 minutes. It was like pop up, pop up. It was really fun. Like you, you run to them, really fun. You're like who knows? Maybe you get like a huge. But a lot of time it was like, it was it was a lot of stuff over like 25 inches. So it was pretty good pike. But this mm-hmm. one kid, Sam, uh, it was near the end of the tournament. He, we got like, we got a tip up on like four feet of water. Okay. And uh, he's a he's a young guy. He's a freshman. And uh, so he kind of, he didn't really, you know how like the fish goes. He kind of like had to. Yeah, you got to let him let, run. Yeah, let him sure, run. Sure. He didn't really let it run. He kind of, he got yanked it, yanked it and like pulled it right in. And it was this big old mud monster of a pike. It was like, it was like 35 inches. Oh, that's nice. Wow. And it was, it was a, it was a log. It was really fat, really right. well fed, but. Man, he could have lost that. Was yeah. that the winning pike then it, for the tournament? I, I can't remember. It was it was top two. It was either first top or second two. place. What mm-hmm. other schools were you competing against then? Uh, Nina, Kettle Moraine. They co-opted with Arrowhead. Okay. Um, trying to think. A lot of schools from up north. How did you? Uh, how'd you guys place then? Did you? Uh... In that tournament, we were I think fifth. We were just three inches shy of getting like top three. Okay. Top How do they do it though for a tournament? Then, if you got a team, do you have to like? I'm just guessing. Uh, register each team's three biggest fish and combine length. Yeah, or how yeah. do they do it? Pretty much, like you take your top eight fish from I know Pike, and so they do they do inches. They don't do uh, they don't do weight. So you add up all the inches you get, and you could you could also catch like let's say you catch like a three inch perch. You could register that too. It. You all you have to do is like put it on a scale or on like a on like a measurement thing, take okay, a picture. Put it, it on a board. Yeah, with a sticker on there. Then okay. It, then they then they send it in and say like, yeah, we got. Oh, so you don't have perch. to take the fish and run it to one no, place no. to register nope. it. Nope, you do not. Yeah, so that was on Eagle Lake. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I had heard Tom years ago that Eagle Lake could be a good pike lake for yeah. tip-up fishing. Then there then there was a time that I heard it had gotten kind of hammered and fished out, but sounds well, like it's coming back. No, what happened was is that uh, Eagle Lake has always been a good bass lake and northern pike lake and big panfish, but it's a small lake, and it's a shallow lake, and it got weeded over mm-hmm. really bad. So the DNR took a lot of fish out of it, then they went and they killed a lot of the weeds, you know, and then restocked, you know, and they were, were working on it. So now... I, I haven't been down there lately, so I don't know what the weed situation is like now, you yeah. know. But for a while, years ago, it was terrible. And I remember John Gillespie did a show out there, right? The following week, you wouldn't believe. you could. My son went out there to go ice fishing. You couldn't even park in the park there. 
You had to be out on the road. I mean, he just drove through, and he couldn't believe all the people out there. I mean, it's a small lake, you know, and it was just loaded with tip-ups. Oh, yeah. And so it got hammered pretty good, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. you know. But there was it was that was before they, you know, took a lot of the fish out and then uh, killed all the weeds off. And But like I said, I don't know what it's like now. So, so for summer fishing, what fish do you like to... A lot of guys focus on bass. Now, we're talking to Mr. Wisconsin Bass mm, Champion, yeah, 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 yeah. Tom Neubauer, <laughs> legendary over the years. Okay. In my um, own mind. <laughs> so <laughs> is that your main forte or what you aspire, or, or are you just any old fish? Um, I used to do a lot of pike. I used to go up to Upper Michigan, Norway, near Iron Mountain, and I did a lot of pike fishing. Okay. They're, they're, like, they're not huge. They're like 25 to 30 inches, but just this year, I've been getting to bass a lot, Okay, but I catch a lot of those bass while pike fishing. Now, you did fish with the legendary Ted. I sure did. From Lunkers Unlimited. <laughs> now, Ted is a fine, fine uh, patron of Park Avenue Pizza. Typically, okay. I can find Ted sitting on the corner of the bar. Yeah. Driving everybody nuts in there. And Joe is, is, of course, working there right now, one of the fine waiters that deals with Ted. So tell us about the Ted experience on the water. The Ted experience was it was a fun experience. Um, we did. Was it Pewaukee? No, we went to Nabobin. Nabobin. So Nabobin. Oh, okay. So yeah, um, going Lower to Nabobin. It, yep. It. I, I was there before, and it's, it, I didn't really do too well. So I was like, all right, I'm with Ted. He's he's done the bass tournament, the BASS, right, and this right. guy knows it. And he he knew what he was doing, but like we just didn't do very well. We just caught a bunch of like. Stuff under 14 inches and didn't really register for his little, uh, like, it was like a retirement get-together. Oh, okay. So, so there were other guys out there, yeah, too? Yeah, yeah, Some yeah. other guys that competing? Yep. Well, it's interesting because we were talking about Lower Nabobin the other day. I had talked to Ted. I thought that you guys were on Pewaukee. But Ted, those guys, did you do the Lunkers tournament on Pewaukee, too? I did not. You were there after. And, and yep. I was talking to Ted and those guys. They didn't do as well on the bass there, no, either. No, they so, didn't. I don't know what's going on with the summer bass in the area, Tom. Sometimes they just don't want to bite. Are <laughs> bass actually? They say the dog days of August. No, they're don't, of summer. Yeah, don't believe it. Oh, by no. the way, you know what? I I sent you that email. Did you read it? Uh, I last week I forgot when we were talking about where that that term, the dog days of summer, came. I forgot to tell you that that star Sirius was known as the dog star, and that's why it got the dog days of summer. But anyway, I for, I sent you an email. Oh yeah, that's that. right. Yeah. I did get. But that. anyway, uh, no, it, it you know they, they still the fish still got to eat, but it just depends on where they're eating and and if they've already eaten. I mean, the you know fish can be in a negative mood. Okay. You know, I was just or you might not find them, or they might not like what you're throwing. See, that's what makes fishing so so darn interesting. Because you don't know if you're in the right place. There could be fish there, but you're using the wrong lures. There might not be any fish there, but you don't know that, you know, and you're using the right lure, but there's no fish. I mean, that's what makes it interesting. Yeah, but for some people, it makes it boring. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, no, you, you, it's, it's you, you know, you got to, you got. I mean, first of all, you'll never outthink a fish because fish don't think. So you're never going to outthink them. But you have to try to figure out, you know, what are they feeding on? Where are they feeding? You know, where is the stuff that they're going to eat, you know? And where are they migrating to? What what routes are they taking? Where are they hanging out? You know, I mean, and they can be all over the place, you know? So, yeah, it, 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 it sometimes it can be very frustrating, but 
That's why we keep going. See that, back. Joe? You got that. Words of wisdom, nuggets of pearls from Tom, who's yeah, bass sure. champion. But here, but remember this one thing. Okay. Sometimes Al Linder likes to say, "Every day of fishing is a good day." Some days we have really good days. Okay, but even if you don't catch many fish, and fishing's kind of you know catching fish is kind of tough, you need those tough days to appreciate the good days. You know. Because if it was just a fish on every cast, every time you go, you'd be bored to death pretty soon. It's like marriage. Like what? Marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Every day was just a good day. Hey, Ryan. (laughs) Is your wife listening to this? She's asleep. (laughs) Nobody's wives ever listens to the show. She doesn't listen to anything I do. No. No. Or say. Or say. All right, let's go to break. Yeah, let's do that. We'll be right back, folks. One more segment to go. We'll uh, stay tuned. (laughs) <laughs> it's the final countdown the final countdown Danny Calm down, big shooter. Here we come. Uh, Midwestern Shooter Supply, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Welcome back. I'm Dan, along with Tom, Ryan, Joe, special guest Joe, and, and Tom, Joe, I was talking with, well, you. we were telling some ghost stories. Ryan's got his Saint strange woman that sings through yeah, over the couple TV weeks ago, and stuff. Yeah. So, Joe, share with us the ghost story that you shared with me which I've already forgotten because <laughs> I was too busy distracted by Ted the other day. Oh, yeah, for sure. Don't blame you. So um, I was up north, and we had a huge family reunion. So we usually stay in one cabin, but we went to the rented cabin, which is like a loft. And uh, some down by the beach, my mom comes up to me. She's like, she's like, hey, can you uh, come to the cabin with me? I'm like, why? And she's like, oh, it's just creepy up there. I'm like, like what do you mean? So she tells me that uh, she went up there. And she, there's like, there's like the, there's like, when you walk in there, come up from the stairs, there's like this little coat room and there's these like coat hangers on the, on the wall. And there's, so there's like, there, you know, like when you roast marshmallow, like those sticks and like, you know how they're hanging oh, by yeah. the string yeah. on those. Yeah. So there was like three of them, two of them hang on there and she just gets like this weird vibe in there. And all of a sudden she tells me that these, these like marshmallow roasting sticks like flew off the wall, like. And the door is closed. It's, yeah. Like, she just saw them fly off the wall? Yeah, like fly off the coat hangers. Then the welcome sign above it that said welcome flew off too. Now, did you see it flying off yourself then? I did not. Okay. But it's something she really never says. And mom hadn't had any wine wine around the campfire or anything like that? I don't that? think so. She's a <laughs> sound you know, mind. You know, you just reminded me of something. If I can did just you take have some a, a, Rosemar- quick, a quick... Marsh- Quick one minute. Fly off. When I was a kid, you just okay. reminded me, this was really creepy. We were on Anvil Lake. The whole family was up there. And I was just a, I was just a little guy, you know. I, I mean, I could row a boat, you know, so I must have been 10, 11, 12 years old. And I remember I talked to this one old guy, and he was telling me where I should go fishing. And he said, yeah, when you come back, he says, I'll tell you some other spots. So I came back, 
and I didn't see him. And I uh, was asking, you know, some people there that he says, where's the old guy? Because he said he lived in the end cabin or so, or end house or whatever it was. And uh, they said, no, that that guy died years ago. He hasn't, you know, that's deserted. And I said, I was just talking to him. They said, no, you weren't. That must have been somebody else. That's right. I remember you told well, that yeah, story. It was really, you had really... been talking to him like the day before. Yeah, yeah. And, and you were talking to a guy who was standing in his yard or something. And or it, his it, it, was down, it was down by the dock. And he was telling me where to fish, where to catch fish, where to go, you know. And so I was going out there. And I came back. And I was looking for him to talk. He was a nice guy, you know. And I right. wanted to get some more tips from him. And he says, yeah, come and see me anytime. And it turns out that the guy had died years ago. But. You see, now the weird thing is, it could have been just somebody else, and he wasn't there anymore. I don't know. Hmm. That's creepy. It, it, That's there, there's more. That's there, there's more. There was more to it, but over the years, I forget. Oh, but oh <laughs> you know, I got a fun, I funny story to tell you. Ron Johnson, the yeah. bait mate, fish attractant, Bass Pro, who was in the studio here years ago, he had a roommate that he was terrorizing. Ron just loves pranks. So what Ron would do, their bedrooms were across the hall. He'd run a mono fishing line all the way into this other guy's room, right? And he'd wrap it around the hangers in the guy's closet. And so Ron would lay in his room with the door closed. And again, the fishing line ran under the doors. And he'd wait till his buddy named Dave would go to bed. And then he'd start pulling on the fishing line, making the... Sounds <laughs> making and... the making the making them jingle, right? Yeah, making yeah. noise so, in the closet. So he he'd do it and do it until the point where he'd finally hear Dave jump out of bed, and he had like a slip knot set up where he'd give a quick jerk, and it would come untied, and he'd real quick pull the mono line all the way into his room, <laughs> and then. Dave would go into his room and freak out after he did this. He did this over a period of like months, right? And he'd come in going, dude, dude. He'd be all freaked out. You know, he'd want to come sleep in Ron's room. (laughs) And he was all terrorized. And finally it got to the point where one night he just got up. He says, I'll never go back in that room again. (laughs) And he didn't. He slept on the couch. For the next couple of months that they really? were roommates, he would not sleep in the room. That's and, and Ron got to the point where he goes, you know, if I tell him, he'll kill me now. So he never did tell He him. never told him. He never he found never. out. So we were up on Nungesser Lake years ago. <laughs> there I am in my room. I hear my curtains jingling. Ah. <laughs> Doggone Ron. That Ron. But yeah. That little but, prankster. But he tried doing go. it to Mark Horton. Mark's been in the studio. And Mark, <laughs> I think Mark heard us giggling in the other yeah. room and he knew... What's up? What are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the old haunted. So uh, have you read much, Joe, about uh, the, the, these uh, college fishing teams and how, what they do in the BASS circuit and all that? Um, not too much. No? I've kind of scratched the surface about it. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, I mean, it's it's just like a regular tournament except with college kids. Yeah. I think well, they, I'm pretty sure they use their own boats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they, they're really into it. As a matter of fact, oh, yeah. the team that won it. The college t- big tournament. Mm-hmm. The team that won was from out west, like Grand. U- I think it was like Grand Canyon University. Yeah, it was someplace like out yeah. west, you know, someplace, you know. Mm-hmm. And they don't have a lot of bass out there. No, they you don't. Know? Yeah, that's weird. But these guys, they did really, really good, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, and you know, there are some colleges now that are giving scholarships for that. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. I applied for one. Yeah, well, of course <laughs> you would. <laughs> Who yeah, wouldn't? That was a good one. Who wouldn't? Wow, that it's awesome. That's yeah, you were you're talking before Joe 
pike fishing. So you're kind of like me. When I was a young guy, I used to love fishing northern pike because yeah. they're easy to catch, yep. relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they fight. Yeah. They fight hard. They fight great. Yeah. Uh, as far as if you know how to clean them, they're delicious. Oh, yeah. Um, and and you can get some big ones too. And that's kind of what eventually, once I got a couple 40-inch pike under my belt, that got me fired up to try and catch 40-inch muskie. Mm-hmm. Kind of mm-hmm. what I got into. But you and I, we were out fishing, what, about a month ago? Yep. And you got a pretty nice pike, yeah, right? Yeah, 35-inch. Yep. Got a 35-inch pike. That's pretty good. And at the time, that was your biggest pike, I yep. believe. Yep, still is. And uh, so Joe was nice enough then to tell Jacob yep. that you take the next fish and... Yep. He got that forty-six inch musky. He sure did. So he sure did. is he? Now, you should have you should have tackled him in the boat <laughs> and he, took that rod away from him. And, and Joe was and Joe and Joe wasn't jealous. He was real happy I know, and I stuff know. and supportive. Yeah. But do you think that uh, Jacob will ever get into the fishing as much as you are? Only if he goes with me. Only I, yeah, okay. Yeah, only if he goes like with me or you. But I think he'll just keep that under his belt for a while until... It was interesting where afterwards he was kind of shaking and had the adrenaline going. Yeah. And he did oh. say to oh. us, okay, now now <laughs> I kind of get now I kind of get this. I get it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is what you fishermen like. Yeah. Yeah, this is why guys fish or hunt or whatever. And that's, and that's a big fish. You know, that's oh, yeah. a big fish. I mean, you're talking something that's over... Yeah, it's about four feet long mm-hmm. almost. You know, I mean, that's, that's big. 28 pounds, you <laughs> yeah. said, right? It was like run there. Yeah. So a dandy. you now you're going up to Oshkosh, uh, which is a great area for fishing. Yeah. In fact, my brother uh, is in Oshkosh, and he goes to a big church there. Many many years ago, there was a young guy who's now a teacher actually in 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 Wisconsin. But he was a young guy and he was a student at mm-hmm. Oshkosh, and he went to my brother's church, and they kind of befriended. And uh, my brother did a lot of fishing with him mm-hmm. over the years. In fact. He was from the Lacrosse area, and he would take my brother to some super secret spot on the Black River for muskies, where they do like a float mm-hmm. down this section of the river. So, I'm thinking you'll find lots you of know, opportunities. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you could be in serious trouble because <laughs> you may not, you might forget about your classes, I man. Know, There's so much to yeah. do up there. Yeah, and right. you, you think you're gonna have room in that dorm room for a dorm room for a, a kayak? <laughs> you can take that out fishing anytime you want. Just throw it in the river there, you know. Maybe in the house I get like junior year. Maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> maybe the then. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could probably hook you up with my brother. I bet he'd take you trolling oh, for some walleyes awesome. there. Well, there's yeah. definitely room for some fishing rods in there. Yeah. In the well, room. thanks for coming in, Joe. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Taking your time and good luck in college. Good luck with the fishing. Yep, thank How you. How much yeah, longer at okay. Park Ave before you head? Um, like three weeks. Yeah. Stop by if you want some That's good right. fish fry, some good pizza. So yet you will advertise Joe for all the young ladies out yeah. there. If you want yeah. a nice guy, yeah, good looking young you. man, yeah, yeah, yep. he's yep. gonna be rich someday. Yeah, Come out sure. see Joe go. at Park Avenue. But he'll smell a little bit like fish, though. Nah, <laughs> wash his hands with toothpaste. He'll be okay. I'll be there every like Friday and Saturday night. If you wanna come see me. Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. See, he's even promoting himself <laughs> over there. <laughs> That's the way to do it, Joe. Hey, Danny. Fun got, time. I got a lot more to talk about, but we're yeah, ran out, we, we next, ran out of time. That's what next week is for. Oh, that's we right. want to thank the men in blue, the police officers, the firefighters, the first responders, the service people out there protecting us. Yep, you bet. Cutting Edge Outdoors supports you 110%. You bet. That's all I got. That's all I got. To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. 
You have been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Don't forget about Fall Fest next weekend, guys, up in Lomira. Talk to you all next week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t